welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. My name is Mr. Evan Brooks, and I am the host of Nothing But The Truth. My co-host for today is Mr. 910, and Mr. 910, are you there? Yeah, what's up, what's up? And Mr. LeVon, are you there, Mr. LeVon? Yeah, I'm here, man. How you doing? I'm I'm doing pretty good, you know, trying to get this paperwork taken care of, you know, having one of those days, but everything's all good here. Now, I welcome anyone to call in today to this show, because it's going to be a serious show. We're going to talk about some real things, because people out here just getting too wild, I mean, young and old, and it's getting really, really bad. Now, the show number is 646-716-7911. Again, 646 646- Seven one six seven nine one one. And before I even do this, before I even start, I want to give out a mission statement through one of my uh, good friends, Miss Lisa. Let me see if I can pull her up real quick. Miss Lisa, go ahead. Nothing but the truth is our radio show that talks about relationships and the issues that can happen when trying to start one, trying to get out of one, or currently in one. We also talk about real issues that are going on between sexes and how to change it around. Are you trying to find Mr. and Mrs. Right and keep ending up with a loser? Are you trying to figure out why things keep going wrong? If you say yes, then you're at the right place. And nothing but the truth, we're going to give you truthful advice that will help you get the relationship you want to be in and maintain it. Okay, okay. Now, I have a special guest here. I've been trying to get her for a minute as well, too. And I'm going to let her go ahead and introduce herself and tell everyone about yourself as well. So go ahead, my guest. Uh, good evening. Thanks for having me. My name is Sassy Scribe, and I host a um, talk show on Blog Talk entitled Real Talk with Sassy Scribe, where I try to empower women with the truth that being single is not a dirty word. We discuss everything from love, sex, and relationships to a lot of financial health um, as well for women. It's a lot of single women out here and trying to get their financial health as well as their um, romantic health life um, in shape is what Sassy Scribe does. In addition to that, I am an aspiring, or should I say a published author. I have an award-winning book called The Party that's available on Amazon.com. I also do publishing consulting, and you can check out my website, which is um, safaribooks.com. That's S is in Sam, A-P-H-A-R-I, books.com. Or you can just type in Sassy Scribe, and you can look at my blogs, my advice site, um, and my other sites that are online. Thanks for having me. Okay. Yeah, so everyone needs to check her out. But we're going to go ahead and cut it into the, the topic today. I know we was working with some percentages because we've just been studying hard, trying to get things taken care of. But the topic of the show for today is STD rates rising among the youth. And basically the description of the show is talking about, like I say, STDs rising among the youth. Why is this happening? And what are some of the measures that we can do to truly educate the youth? And I really are opening lines up for everyone out here that's listening today because a lot of folks are just like shocked because, I mean, you know, it's it's down. It's not down like it's supposed to after I listened to CNN and got the report. 
and you ought to look at some of the interviews that they they talk to some of these ladies out here, ladies and guys, on why they do that. But I mean, it's really it's really crazy because we got we got reports from North Carolina because I wanted to do something with my state here because I'm in the state of North Carolina, and it's it's out of this thing. I mean, it's crazy. It's just if you saw it, you probably drop your mouth dancing. You're probably like, wow. <laughs> And it's getting pretty bad. But, Mr. LeBron, do you have anything you might want to start it off with to talk about? Because, you know, you think you're well, on college campus. Uh, I guess I definitely agree. I think it's becoming a bigger problem because we have a lot of these campaigns here that are talking about practicing safe sex, but at the same time, a lot of the people sometimes that um, champion these campaigns really aren't very excellent models or exemplars of their very mission. Um, I've known a few people who were actually spokespeople for AIDS awareness um, groups within their different little fraternities, and these were people that rampantly engaged in unprotected sex and did a lot of crazy shit. So I think it's a big problem. We have these mixed messages being sent to our society because while we're trying to tell kids to wrap it up, at the same time they're listening to music that embraces all kinds of sexual goodness, and it's definitely a difficult problem to deal with right now. Yeah. What's your thoughts about it, Tassie? Well, what people feel really don't want to realize is that it's most common, especially when you look at these young teenage girls, they don't want to look at the fact that these girls are sexually active, but they're sexually active beginning as young as age 14. And 25% of those that are sexually active have had or currently have a sexually transmitted disease. And the most common among young girls is um, HPV, which is a human papillomavirus. And yeah. people look at HPV as, you know, first of all, they don't know a lot about it, but there's like 88 or 89 different strains of HPV. HPV. Um, but there are four strains that cause cervical cancer. And that's when you see that commercial for Gardasil about wanting to be one less because it happens in women between the ages of 14 and 26. That's, that's, that's bad right there. And what the, what the doctors will tell people, and I don't know, men don't go to OBGYNs as women do, but the doctors will tell you the minute that you start to have sex, protected or unprotected, you expose mm-hmm. yourself to HPV. And in men, there are no symptoms. It clears up immediately. Wow but you pass it back and forth between the two. It's like a yeast infection. That, that's crazy right there. <laughs> that's crazy. Because uh, me and my boys, uh, me and Mr. LeVon was talking about that earlier, about when his mm-hmm. homeboy, it wasn't that case right there, but it was another case where his friend, I'm going to let Mr. LeVon explain that, you know, about the particular friend he knew. Um, what are you talking about? About how... Um, you say he was so messed up, he caught mono or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. And um, one thing I'd like to clarify, people, uh, mononucleosis of virus is not specifically a sexually transmitted disease. It's transferred through saliva, um, which can include oral sex for those people who still don't think that oral sex is sex. Right. But you know that it's it's a very serious um virus that you get, you start off with sort of a very sore throat and a little fever, and usually when you go to the doctor, based on how they examine you, 
they'll say you probably have strep throat. However, if they do blood work, then they'll be able to tell what you're catching. Um, the issue with Mondo is that you, there's no real vaccine for it, so you pretty much have to let your body develop an immunity to it, which usually becomes um, almost a lifetime immunity. And there's all these horrible side effects that occur at the same time because you already have the extreme fever, you have breathing problems, you have severe rashes. I mean, there's so many things. You go through pain all the time. And he was talking about how he went through this for about a week or so, and it got worse and worse. He said there were rashes developing under his skin. That's how bad it got. Your um, cartilage um, swells sometimes. It's a very serious virus. And it definitely teaches you a lot. Teaches you to be a lot more careful because a lot of people out here have just been reckless with themselves, not really caring about their bodies. And this doesn't have to be really a heterosexual or any kind of, um, how would you say, orientation gender conversation right now. This is just in general. This is your body, regardless of who you choose to have sex with. You need to be very careful about what you do and clean up, you know? Did you cut off? Is it, uh, Mr. Lauren, are you what? there? Oh, I thought you got cut off or something for a second. Oh. Oh, okay. I got cut off? No, I thought you did, but anyway. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, with the case, what's going on here, it's, it's getting very, very serious. They were saying one in four girls had an STD throughout the country. And I, and I don't know if you saw that article. I was reading about it on CNN, I also saw it on CNN. That's what first got me, because you know how you wake up in the morning, you just look, and you say, what's going on? And they yeah. out, and I was like, man, man, wow. So I went into it, but I was saying particularly uh, African-American females had the worst. I was saying 64%. But I wanted to point out to people on on this case right here, that, you know, they don't count the statistics if you go to your private doctor. You know that, right? Right. And I point that out when I went to college. I went to a black college. I went to A&T, and they pointed that out. I don't think it's that high where they try to compare it to, uh, to uh, let's say, white females or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I think some of these people, if they get something, they go home, but they were comparing that to us how, we was at A&T. We had a doctor to go to because if you're going to go to it and it's free, you're going to go to it. Common sense. But some people don't know if they're going to be a statistic until they finally tell you. But some of the people that have this money, you know, kids, college kids that have money, their parents have money, whatever, let's go home and go to a doctor where they won't report it. And it's, it's kind of biased to me, I think. But there are some ways that people can wake up because I don't think Sex ed is enough. I think they really need to have a series of classes that really talk about it, really bring people into it, that have these things. I mean, what's your ideas about that? Well, I don't have any kids. But and when you talk about sex, the Europeans are so far advanced um, on sex than, than what we are. And I think when you talk about sex, you have a lot of repressed parents out here that don't even want their kids you know, hearing sex, you saw how people got outraged, i.e. white America got outraged when Janet Jackson's nipple appeared on Super Bowl. I was watching the game and didn't even see it. So I think that they need to, the parents need to sit down and do it, and you're right. It does need to be a comprehensive course in school. You could call it 
sexual health or, or, or the hygiene or whatever it is that they call it to make it politically correct. But they need to have one for the girls teaching them about their bodies, one for the boys teaching them about um, their bodies, and have one together where they can learn about each other and what it is that they need to do. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Let me bring in Mr. 910 because I know I've, he's been waiting to come in here and talk. Mr. 910, what do you think about this? Mr. 910? Um, what was the question? About uh, comprehensive classes as far as, you know, one idea can go with sex. I agree with what, this, what the uh, lady was saying a while ago, you know. Have somebody teach the males, somebody teach the females. Or I say you teach the kids at an early age. You know, like a parents supposed to sit down and talk to their kids, you know, from an early age to let them know what the deal is about, how, you know, about the world. You know, you get out there, you know, things going to happen about the sex thing. You know, catch them at an early age or something. You know, yeah, you're drilling I, their head or something. I believe that for real because a lot of people out here, they don't even talk about I know when I grew up, I'm going to be honest with you because I'm just get real. It's time to get real moment here. When I was growing up, my dad was always telling me, hey, look, you don't want to go around uh, messing, you know, all these girls out here or whatever, you know, because I'm, what, 12, 13, right around the age. He didn't ever go into it as far as diseases go. He was just saying that, worrying about if you get someone pregnant, you be working at McDonald's. He always gave me this speech when we go to a fast food restaurant. And I was like, okay. Well, my mom turned around and gave me that real talk. And she was like, look, man, you need to just wrap your dick up. If you don't, <laughs> you're going to be paying. You know what I'm saying? Your dick going to fall off or whatever. You know, that, that caught my eye right there. And I remember when I we had a little sixth ed class, sixth grade. And I went home and told my mom and my grandma and they just like I was crazy, but that was, you know, they wouldn't get mad, they were like, okay, we should learn something, but over time, at my school, because a lot of people, a lot of people think I'm crazy, or think my city's crazy, but at my school, when I was in uh, middle school, high school, people start dating at a very early age, so they had to go ahead and reinforce that, basically, I mean, nothing broke out, but people did their thing, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> so, that was in my... Uh-huh, go ahead. That was scaring me. Like, like your father told you, my father told me the same thing. That was kept me, you know, when I was younger, you know, back in junior high at the high school, when I had to say it, I was scared, man. If I get a girl pregnant, or, you know, <laughs> I thought I'd be doomed. I, I, I can't hear you. What you say? Someone's breaking up. Anyway, let me go ahead on with what I was saying. As far as that being a concern, a lot of people don't really take the time to think about it. But now, since we know what's going on, we should go ahead and take sex classes. Because they say TV, one article that I was reading was basically, you know, with TV, educate people. But you can't look you can't so much on TV. You get what I'm saying? Well, you can't believe everything that people tell you on TV, first of all. I mean, it's, it's really up to the parent to educate their children about STDs. My mother put the fear in, of God in me about getting pregnant. If you know her words were, if you ever get pregnant, I'm going to make you eat a fetus sandwich. And she meant that. That was not going to happen, you know, to, to her girls, whether you were sexually active or not. If you got pregnant, you better figure out a way not to be pregnant before you came home and told her. But I don't think kids, I don't think kids look at that. But, you know, 80% 80 of women will be exposed in their lifetime to some form of an STD. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. And see, I think some people are scared. Like if if they have condoms and stuff, mom and dad catch them with condoms. I I'm gonna get in trouble, so I don't use no condoms. Some kids were thinking. And, well, they um, like like somebody said that um was I think it was Mr. Levon. He stated that kids don't believe that oral sex is sex, and that is true because there's a game that the girls and the boys play. And what it is is that the girls put this certain color lipstick on, mm-hmm. and and they line the boys up, and they perform oral sex on the boy, and whoever licks lipstick gets the furthest on whichever guy she's like the quote unquote winner. Wow. Whoa, wow. wow. And then there's, there's another game with these bracelets, like the the Lance Armstrong with that that yellow rubber rubbery bracelet that everybody's wearing. Mm-hmm. Well, when you wear different color bracelets like that or different color bangle bracelets, each one of those bracelets represents a quote-unquote sex act that the teenagers have performed. Basically, the girls are wearing these bracelets. So black could be for, you know, oral, pink could be for um, vaginal, red could be for anal, you know, purple could be for all of the above. So, And that's one of the things that the, the teens are getting around, you know, are their own code, and the parents just don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's some serious stuff there when you deal with people who don't really know. I didn't know about that. And I know I didn't know. Some parents didn't know. but the, Some the parents thing, don't want to know. Yeah, that's the thing. See, that's the problem right there. Like, uh, I don't know if you know, but they do have a silent day that's coming out soon. And that deals with sexuality. It's basically having a day for one that's a homosexual with walking a day of silence at schools, like high schools, elementaries, whatever. And uh, Mr. 910 points this out to me. Now, this is happening nationwide. Some schools, I mean, some parents are just like, some don't know, others know, and they get mad. But they, the thing is about it is these people are coming out and letting people know this is what's going on. And I think they are educating people about, you know, STDs, you know, all all the sorts out there, but people still don't want to know. Mm-hmm. So, in my mind, some people like, if you use a condom, you, you're bad, you're wrong, you're wrong. And in my mind, also, I think people should also look at the picture of reality, because a lot of people don't want to look at reality when it comes to talking about STDs. They all think about sex, man. They don't, oh, sex is good, but then they don't think about the other parts of the reality as far as I might get something if I mess with this girl one night stand or, you know, everyone, this girl gets around, I don't think I got something. It was, it was one story, I don't know if I told you about it or not, the show or anyone else heard. He and Mr. Not One knows about this person. Uh, we don't know particularly the name, <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, I got you right there. I know you're talking about. About basically some girl that had HIV, right? And she she got some boys to come follow her to a hotel room, and she let all of them hit, basically, from what they say, and gave gave something to them, gave it to them from what they were saying. And everyone was trying to trace that back and try to figure out who this girl was, who was the dude, but they were trying to keep it covered. They didn't want to keep that, put that out in the open, because that's dangerous. You know what I'm saying? It was attempted murder. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on in North Carolina that's getting wild. Some Marine that did that about two or three months ago 
try to do that to a girl. So, I mean, it's it's really, really bad. But the other thing I want to talk about also with the STDs, about the education part, I know you're saying that the media can't really help. The reason I think the media would come in and help is because parents, like you say, they don't want to do they don't want to talk about this. They don't want to. They don't want to talk about anything about Billy having sex and catching the claps or whatever. But the show will talk about what's coming on five o'clock, so we can go eat dinner together. <laughs> and, and the thing to me is that they ain't in, in reality because what I mean by media, I'm thinking yes, BS or Discovery Channel, things like that. They get to it. I don't think a commercial is going to solve anything. Like, I see some of the B, um, B, where they had a wrap it up commercial, and we're like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I mean, that don't tell me much. They ain't take up, but wrap my, my thing up. But then, like you say, you can still catch somewhere uh, with a condom. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. People don't talk about it. What you but got I, think, about I it? think if you, you know, if you got somebody. That, that all they're worrying about is hitting and they're not worried about anything else, you can't change their mindset. Even this, this radio show, even if you go out and try to talk to them one-on-one, some people are just all about hitting. And the more, the merrier. Variety being the spice of life. And I know older men that have that same mindset. So if a 40-year-old man thinks like that, what is a 20-year-old man going to think? Yes, well. Well, I, got, I told you I was going to give you all some uh, information about some of the people in the state of North Carolina. This is just a small sample because I know we got the whole nation to worry about, but I wanted to get something close to home. I know I got a lot of people from North Carolina listening in, and I got this from the CDC. Now, they interviewed some of these uh, young black females about, you know, what's the reason why you would mess with someone that even happened. Like, they might even knew that the dude had it, and they still mess with them. Or, no, no, excuse me. They say they themselves at risk, basically letting a dude hit it without no head. And basically say, one, there was financial dependence on the male partners. I'm going to go by this gold list, one, two, three, four, five, and then y'all just give me feedback. Two, they feel invincible. Three, low self-esteem with a need to love by a male figure. Four, alcohol and drug use. What do y'all think about that? All of the above. I mean, that, that's bad. I encountered a person like that, that one of the people, she told me she messed with five dudes without a head, back to back. Hey. <laughs> it was good. She told me that's how what she was your opinion of What was your opinion of her before she told you that? What you mean, before? Well, I mean, she said she'd do that. Everyone, everyone that knew her. Say she don't look like she do anything like that. She that's the thing. She ain't look like it. Then, like then I said, you I find out that she's dirty. So what yeah. did you put? Did you put the word out? I mean, I'm a, I'm a woman. I know we as women here is like don't fool with him. This is that and the other side. So know as men, do you put the word out that you know Sally might be easy, but you might might not know what you might come out with. Like let's say this. Let's say for instance, let's say one of my homeboys sees this girl that that pointed out. That she does this. I'm gonna put my voice to side. I'm not gonna broadcast her information like that because you know that's that's her life right there. But if there's people dissolving my life, I try to talk to her. I say you shouldn't do yourself like that. And she say no, it's love, it's love. If you if you do it this way, 
participated in such instances. I'm like, God, man, y'all are like dogs. They really were. And it really just shows a whole lot because this is a very important issue to me when it comes to um, a society and how people view us. I mean, we already have a lot of stereotypes out there that show us to be hypersexual people. Right. And then dealing with that and try to really bring the truth to light and people that we're normal people we're not some like, really hyper-aggressive, angry people. We actually deserve to be treated like human beings. A friend of mine, um, she was a nurse at a particular hospital a long time ago, and she told me about how she used to work for this doctor, and he would um, consult a bunch of young girls every time they had their first period. And each time he had, uh, time he spoke to a group of young white girls that had their first period, he, you know, he'd give them the basic information about it. However, when he would approach young black girls who had their first period, he would immediately are giving them information about sexual education. He would never do this with the young white girls. And so she asked him why, and he naturally assumed that because they were black, they became sexually active a lot more often. What? Yes. That's exactly how some view young black women. Well, I think we, I think black America, or in, in particular, I don't want to say everybody, but the music industry plays into that. Because yes, all you do, I mean, the music industry plays into that because young girls can't wait to be in these videos. Yeah, that's that's true. But at the same time, a lot of these images also come from a lot older traditions in the past generations. Like when they used to post those um, false scientific journals about black people in the past, they also posted these so-called stories about traveling to Africa and meeting women, black women, I, I must that were so sexually lewd that they tried to have sex with anything and were raped by men and deserved to be raped because they were so little. Those are the kinds of images that they perpetrated back then. And some of those things still continue on. I get the hip-hop thing going on now, and it's almost an echo of those same racist stereotypes from the past, and it really shames me. Well, yeah, you're right, because it, they, we were treated um, nothing like cattle anyway back when we were slaves. Exactly. And the slave master could come and take, quote, unquote, take your woman anytime he felt like having a different woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And that is perpetuated. We have a caller here. 704, are you there? 704. Yeah, I'm Hello? here. Hello? Say your name. State your name. My name is Aaron Kim. And what do you think about the people running around here messing around? Anything about the statement about STDs arising among the youth? I think that's wrong, because, like you say, if you pay AIDS, we got one down here got AIDS, but we don't mess with them. So that's the isolator, basically. Yeah. The scarlet letter. What you say, I can't hear you. She's, she's the scarlet letter. She has the invisible A on her chest. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Do you have anything else to say, Mr. 704? No, that's all. Okay, I'll put you back on mute. It's very quiet, but anyway, <laughs> if anyone would like to call in and talk about this, don't be scared to talk about because we need to get this out. Number 646-716-7911. But I heard of that stuff with uh, the caller just calling and said where someone got some. Like them. So a lot of people get paranoid 
They're like, mm-hmm. they don't want no food cooked from them. They don't want to look at them, all types of stuff. Have you ever heard of that before? I have a friend in San Francisco who's mm-hmm. gay, okay? And he said out of 40 of them, 38 of them tested positive for wow. HIV. Wow. And this man has lost two husbands since I've known him. His, his last one died two years ago. But out of 40 of them, 38 of them tested positive with HIV. Now, this gentleman is HIV positive, and he's a friend of mine. When I go to San Francisco, I stay in his house. He is still living, and all of these other people around him are dying. So what is it about his body makeup? Do you know what I mean? Because it's all going to go on your body. Magic Johnson looks completely healthy to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the rumor is he's no longer infected with the HIV-AIDS virus. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I don't know. I don't know if people need to be more educated on how, ways in which you can get HIV. And I think it's the uneducated and the ignorant that continue to, they're going to continue to ostracize this young lady because they don't know and they don't care to know. All they know is that you can be killed from it. Yeah, that's true right there. I think there are some further steps that people can take because they can take it they want to, but a lot of people don't want to force it. They just want to throw money at it. You always hear on TV the president throws so many millions of dollars in research for it. But you really... The real best solution is to stop it, prevent it, basically. Like you said, I think, like again, like I recommend a comprehensive course, not only starting from the sixth grade all the way up to college, especially college when you need the most, because you know you got all that freedom, and mom and dad ain't around to smack you upside the head and say, "Look here, don't don't do that." And a lot of people take a chance, Russian Russian roulette. I'm telling you. And, you know, it's STDs out here that have absolutely no symptoms for men. HPV is one of them. Chlamydia is another. And um, trichomoniasis is another. Those are all bacterial-like infections within women. Mm. That you will never get a symptom at all. You won't know. You might get a slight burning sensation, maybe, if her pH balance isn't correct on top of all of that. But other than that, there are no symptoms. That's why for men, I, if I was a man, I would be really afraid. Yeah. You got yeah, to be careful because a lot of people out here, I think a lot of people on some self-destructive notes too as well. When they do find that they got it, they say, I'm going to give it to everyone. I heard one person say that one time at work. There was this talk and someone said, well, what if someone gave you something, you know, and couldn't be curable? They said they'd go out and just go after everyone. I said, see. Oh, that's messed up. You can't, you can't disagree with that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really scary. A lot of people act like they don't want to really talk about it once it happens, but when it finally happens, they don't even know how to act. And they're more like to isolate the person, which that last caller said, or they, they sit there and talk to a person, you know, is one or the other. But it should be more of talking with a person, just kind of isolate a person. I mean, come on in. Let's be real. And that's the problem because a lot of people don't want to talk they don't want to. They don't want to talk when you want to get to know a person. They want to just get in the sheets, get it all with, get a good few pushes in or whatever, get sound effects. You know, they just want to see the old face. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, everyone knows that. What, what you think about it, Mister Levon? 
I, I definitely agree because uh, I knew some guys who literally said that if they got AIDS or um, HIV, they would try to have sex with as many women as possible. They literally said that. And I think education is a very important thing, just like she was saying earlier about how people have almost this Adam and Eve, um, how could you say, personality when we talk about sexual education. Mm-hmm. It's very important because they always want to talk about, oh, this how the media is trying to brainwash their children or encourage them to have sex. When I sat there and watched SpongeBob episode one time where the character somehow loses his pants and even though it cut off that part of the screen, this lady walks by and he's like, what's hanging, babe? He literally says this. I mean, they have so many, yes, they have so many things with sexual references in them now that, I mean, it's just ridiculous for you to sit there and say that, Teaching your children about sex education is bad. It's very important. I mean, refusing to do that, in my opinion, is the fetus method because right as soon as your child gets pregnant or they get some kind of disease, you're automatically going to start crying and start blaming them when you didn't even give them opportunity to learn how to address those problems in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a very important responsibility of any parent to teach their child about sexuality and about these issues out here. I mean, there's new diseases popping still. Every day. New diseases every day. Some of them, they don't even know how they form. They're popping up. There was an and initiative. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm sorry. There was an initiative here in Baltimore. One of the, the um, principals in the school actually wanted to give out condoms, and the parents went ballistic. But you had seven or eight teenage girls on an average between the ages of 14 and 18, becoming pregnant in this school every year. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want it if, if they didn't have abortions, the ones that actually carried the, term, the babies to term. But they, the, the parents had an uproar. Give my child condoms. I'm going to say, you're supposed to teach them ABCs. You're not supposed to teach them anything else, but you're not teaching them anything else. So when you go to work and they're supposed to be going to school, they're sneaking the kids over to the house. To do whatever, you don't need to go to college to have sex. These kids are very, in, they're very innovative nowadays. Mm-hmm. And I you can know. find ways. I know when I, I was young once, too. So <laughs> you can find a lot of innovative ways to make the front seat, the back seat, the hood, the roof, the trunk of the car can become very cozy at times. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, that happened when I was in high school. We had a lot of people. We knew the girl that Big Sam, right? <laughs> Putting them out there. Yeah. Triangle. <laughs> well, my boys, right? <laughs> they right there in the in uh, in a, a stadium. Like she gave him a head, and everyone was watching, doing PE class, and put a name out. So it messed up everything. He got kicked off the football team. She got suspended. She was crying. Her aunt was the. Uh, one of those, what's it called, the, the resource officer, like a police officer goes around, you know, you have a, a truant officer? Yeah. She was in this, oh, what you do? And it, it was crazy. Well, how did they get caught? Way. I mean, did they just decide to, like, you know, everybody's around, let's get a, you know, exhibition on or whatever? I mean, what? No, nah, okay, this is how it happens. You know, you've got stadiums, and you got the football field across from uh-huh. the stadium. And was up there sitting, and someone say, "Now this is the the BS part about this." Someone was saying, "Big Sam, you ought to give the quarterback some head." And <laughs> the girls were cheering her on, and that was like, "Go, go, 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 go!" 
And when she did it to you a hoe, I was like, what? She started crying. And I said, y'all cheer her on. I mean, it's crazy. So, yeah, people, yeah, so people, people buy all crazy. Like, I remember people having sex in the bathroom, all types of stuff. They didn't go to lunch. They went to the bathroom for their lunch, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. But you know, they used, to, they used to have, when I was in school, we would go to parties, and I distinctly remember party. I'm not going to put the people out there, but, the, you know, the girl ever happened to listen, she'll know exactly who she is, but she was in the bathroom handing them out like candy. Wow. And the boys wow. were just lined up. I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. They're like, you're going to have to wait. <laughs> I'm like, well, what's going on? And that's when my sister pulled me to the side, and my sister and this girl were really tight. She was actually a bridesmaid in her wedding. Wow. So, And this girl's father is extremely wealthy here in Maryland, and you never would have known it, but she was a straight tramp. Wow. wow. And another thing dealing with that, I know I got here a few weeks ago, Texas been a lot of crazy stuff going on. It's not dealing necessarily with STDs, but it's also dealing with, you know, people not giving condoms out to kids and they get pregnant. One girl, there's two girls here in Texas near the St. Mary. One girl basically is pregnant, and she gives birth to a baby. But guess what she did with the baby? No one knew that she was pregnant now. But once she had a baby, guess what she did? I don't She flushed the baby down the toilet. And then once the baby didn't go down the toilet because he so big. The kid tried to run in there, try to get the the principal and stuff, but by the time that happened, the baby was dead. But they found the girl. The girl was scared, but they didn't even press charge. They let her go. They took her to the hospital and let her go after that. And another girl, she she the baby was born. That what made it so bad. But the other girl in the next story, she gave birth to a baby. But I, I think the baby was dead already, and she just threw it in a dumpster, and that was it. Well, they do that up here in Maryland a lot. The one girl put the baby in a sewage drain, and some, what is it, sanitation workers heard a baby crying, but the baby didn't die. Wow. And she is locked up. But see, we, we keep feeding people like that. I'm, I'm a firm believer in an eye for an eye, her ass should be dead. Somewhere. I hate to say that, but the babies are innocent. That's what I say, because uh, with that, with the STD education, pregnancy ed- education should be there, too, because as bad with your mom, I'm going to kill you, because we in a time of age, people just don't give a damn. Like, kids, like, from what I heard, my dad was gr- growing up, my dad's like 60-something years old. He was telling me, man, you see too many people run around with babies and stuff. I mean, if that was like single or whatever. But now, it's like damn little toilet tissue. You gotta have it, you know. Well, and what is what is more important though? Do you think what's scarier to kids? Is it having a baby or catching a disease? I think catching a disease is scary. But some kids is having a baby because they're not thinking in that mind. They're not thinking, oh, I can get they think about, if mama see me with this in my hand, I, I'm going to get my head cut off. But, I mean, they still need to worry about it because, like I said, like we were talking about, parents don't want to teach it. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to really teach it. Now, you ain't going to have some parents like my mom who just came straight to the heart and say, I better not be having a baby. She's going to uh, kill me, you know? 
Mm-hmm. You don't have too many moms like that. So I heard some moms be encouraging their kids to get pregnant. And that's, that's a true story right there. Um, I forget, someone told me, I don't know if it was Mr. LeVon or Mr. 910, someone told me that, no, no, it wasn't neither one of them. It was another girl that I, I hang out with. She was telling me that one of her friends went to a singular to go get a phone call, the new AT&T, whatever you want to call that. But she was wanting to get a phone My mom wanted to get a phone. And I said, man, you got to pay $1,000 on your deposit. You know what she basically did to get it lowered down? The mom, she basically had sex with the manager, got the phone for a cheaper price, and turned around and told her daughter, it's all right to do this if you're going to get a discount. Well, some mothers believe that. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, wait a minute. I, I've done I've done shows on this, and some women, you know, I've done shows that you know are women who was for money. Women, some women, not all, not all women. I want to make that clear. But some women mm-hmm. will use their bodies for whatever they think they can get. Mm-hmm. What whatever. If they see a man, that's why some women get really turned on when they see a man in a Mercedes. Or they get really turned on when they see a man in a really big car. Or they get these these rap artists or these baseball or uh, football or basketball stars. They get really turned on by that because it's the money. And they know that the trade-off is the body. So they, that turns them on. But that's a mindset. I have a sister that thinks exactly like that. I love her to death. But money will make her do things for men that I would never think of doing. And it's the type of men. Wow. I mean, I... You gotta sometimes you gotta come to a standstill and say, "Is it worth it?" Because sometimes that dude, all that money, he might got something else for you too. <laughs> you but know? they don't think about that. They think about the money. It's all about the money. Women are attracted to men with money and power. Having a baby for some, the baby is the prize. That's a child support check. That's payments for eighteen years. I don't have to work and do anything. See, to mm-hmm. me, I think that's the low ball hustle right there. Low, low. Low budget, right? They see if they really want to get the money. In my opinion, get up with the dude, get married, have a few kids, and then you really don't, don't like to do get a divorce, and you got not only the child support, you get half. Baby, the the men aren't marrying. These women are jump offs. They're not having relationships with these women. They're sticking and moving and keeping it going. You got yeah. their super massive, super head, you know, super powerful coochie skills to get them to marry you. Because of, what's his name, uh, what's his name, Carl McCarthy, that's what happened to his wife. She she took, how much, $48 million from him? Carl McCarthy? Yeah. I think that was $48 million. She got $48.6 million. For four years of marriage. I think that was a pretty decent payoff. And I mean, no one can knock her down for it, but I mean, <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people got to be real with themselves. Is this really what you want to do? Because... I could never see myself throw myself out there if I was a woman, you know. And even now, I'm a guy. I'm not going to stick everything I see out here because there's some crazy shit <laughs> in the streets of Greensboro. And Mr. LeVon and Mr. 910, let me get Mr. 910. Mr. 910 knows some crazy stuff around this. Tell us some crazy stuff, Mr. 910. What's going on in the city? I don't know. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Now, have you ever encountered any crazy stuff like crazy females that might be wanting to throw it at you or whatever? 
Uh, Think about college talk. Think about college talk, but. Uh, I I grew up with a girl before, man. Well, we weren't dating now, but we just got this yet. Oh, man. I don't even want to say, they didn't even see that too many false memories, man. Just, but I'm saying, have you ever saw anything or heard something? You don't got to say your whole, your your personal life, but I saw crazy stuff, especially well, on uh, A&T's campus. Not even, I didn't see too many, didn't see anything while I was out there, you know, crazy or, you know, most of I heard about behind closed doors or something. Wow. I know, I know a lot of people run around and try to trick a lot of people, basically. With, with the baby thing, with the the baby thing going on, with, with saying the situation is child support, and they try to, like, they know they're pregnant, but they can't, they're not showing. So they go try to get another guy who look like he got some money, mess with him, and then turn around and try to say the baby is his, and might play a psychological game, basically saying it is yours. You know, you the last one I was with. That happened on my campus a lot. And the thing is, with uh, with some of that going in mind, you know, I know we talk about STDs and all, all this good stuff. It, it scares you. It scares you a lot. You know what I mean? But uh, if anyone want to call in, the number is 646-716-7911. Sassy, you got anything else you might want to say about the situation? Well, what people need to know is what the most common STDs are. And number one is chlamydia. And number two is HSV2, which is genital herpes, which is different from herpes simplex. Okay. Okay, and then there's hepatitis B, and most people may call that HBV. So hepatitis B, I think think Pam Anderson has that. B or C. The herpes one is different from herpes two, you were saying. Herpes one people. is like a cold sore. Mhm. Okay, and then two is where you have like the 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 it's a cold sore, but like ten times worse is like pus comes out of it, and it appears wherever you know. You you ever seen people in the store with the little bumps around their face? That's from oral sex, and you can get herpes when there's a breakout or no breakout, and the majority of people actually get herpes from their partner when they're not having a breakout. Yeah. And when they don't have a breakout, you don't see the bumps and the pus and stuff, because I'm quite sure if you did, you wouldn't put your mouth on it, let alone stick anything in it. That's what happened to one of my uh, manager's wife. I'm not going to say her name. (laughs) I love the way you put people out there. (laughs) My past job. Anyway, uh, the first time she gave it up, she ended up screwing a dude that had herpes. And it is, it messed her up. I mean, she got married, but it you know that young and stuff, and all this happens, and then pop, you got this first time. Okay, well then there's HB, okay HBV, HIV and AIDS. Then there's PID, which is pelvic inflammatory disease, and then there's pubic lice, which people call crabs, syphilis, and then trichomoniasis. Wow. I hope people took notes on that for real because people need to know for real what's going on. I don't want people to go around talking about it's burning and going to the spat center and then talking about I didn't know, I didn't listen to the show. Because, I mean, give them the information out. Because we, we do have people like that for real. We have people out here on the street 
we're packing our cars and we're telling them, look, we're talking about STDs today. They look at like, okay, put it in their pocket, go on. Man, they catch something tonight. Is it my fault? Is it or is it their fault? You know. <laughs> I mean, we just got the information. And a lot of people be like, I don't need it. I'm a vegetable. Let me get me some. Oh, you know. <laughs> and then when they find out, they they just be crying. You know, I'm like, I'm sorry. Sorry to tell you. That'd be bad to get told that after the doctor gives you the report. Mm-hmm. And, and I know a lot of people be saying, well, I didn't think she looked like she had. Like I told you about that one girl we told you about. We didn't think she looked like she do that stuff. And a lot of people going to the hospital, you be looking at it, you be like, no, nah, they ain't doing this. They ain't, they're not messing with this or whatever. Or you go up to one of those lines where they're getting checked out for you you'll be bizarre. You'll be shocked by looking at who goes in there. It, it's it's really bad. In my opinion, I recommend everyone go to the library, go read the books up about this, or go look online on Wikipedia. And they get good descriptions, good pictures of it. You know what I'm saying? I remember they showed us some pictures of that when we was in college. Because every time something will go down on my campus, you get what I'm saying? And I ain't trying to call my campus out stuff, but they would always have something every other day, basically, about a, a program. But that was good that they're, they're educating people like that. And I think that more schools should do that. I don't think sex education should just be like a one-hour class, and then that's it, because you can't learn everything in an hour. You can't learn everything on my show in one hour. You have to take your learning from what we basically gave you as introduction and go expand your own knowledge, basically, on finding out. Because you got to protect yourself. A lot of people don't even think like that. Now, I mean, you got to protect yourself because, like I said, I ain't trying to have my dick fall off like my mom told me. That, that's the that's my, my thing. I can't do that. Mom, let's be real. What do you think? I want to be real. I mean, not, not I want to be real, but Mr. LeVon. I mean, I, I, like I said, I totally agree with this whole issue. We definitely need to take the, um, sexually transmitted diseases or infections very seriously in our community. We need to work on ways of educating our communities of these problems and these issues because parents can only do so much if we really don't take the time to learn for ourselves. Because we're going to be, some of us will be parents one day. Some of us probably already are parents and really don't know how to handle sexually transmitted disease and informing our children about these problems, let alone informing them about their sexuality. I'll tell you one thing. I told um, one of my old friends, and this was from my stepfather. He he called himself trying to give me the first and last uh, information, you know, so how could you say class on sexual education that I ever got in my entire life? And it went something like this. We were simply outside one day. It was all sunny, bright. Next thing you know, he's like, you know what a condom is? I'm like, no. He says, they sort of look like long balloons. And that's all he fucking said. That's all he said. That's how some of um, young men experience uh, their sexual education. You know, you wear this when you don't want to get anything from a girl or you don't want to get pregnant. They don't really teach you much about it. And now we have a lot of people who are going out here and placing so much trust in things which in some cases are definitely beneficial, beneficiary, if you will, but they're not foolproof. We yeah. have to really 
face up that there's always that opportunity to pay attention. I mean, how many people really would have sex with a person that has AIDS um, and use, if, if it use a condom? How many of us really would do that? Russian. I know I wouldn't. Russian. Exactly. I'm, and I'm going to be honest with you. I know I wouldn't. I know. I mean, even if we had condoms, ain't nobody going to do that in right mind, man. And they can sit there and try to get all clever with me if they want to. Um, but that's some bullshit right there. We really have to educate ourselves, take a much more, how would you say, authoritative and assertive method when we come to these issues because there's a lot of things left out that we're not going to learn in school, we're not going to learn at all in regular life if we really don't see it ourselves. There's so many things that are happening, so many things that are occurring, so many new developments that are occurring each and every day. It's ridiculous. They um, just learned about how the immune system develops and detects viruses, and they talked about how there's types of cells, one that pretty much um, processes the information and the other one that records the information so that it can prepare the rest of the immune system and how to defend itself against it next time a possible infection comes. They're just learning this stuff now. And how many science achievements have we had? That should really show us how important that really becoming a lot more assertive, really, how would you say, a lot more cognizant with even issues that seem as simple as this in our society should be. Yeah, that's what I say. I agree with you 100% on that. Because society, I mean, as this society that we are living in, man, we're be living in ignorance. We, we're in the information technology age. You get what I'm saying? Information access. Yeah maybe a few steps in your bedroom or the library. You can access anything around the world, basically, dealing with knowledge. And there's no excuses. I mean, I can call people on my cell phone. I got all types of means of communication. I'm very available. I make, I let people know that for real. But uh, any final thoughts that y'all might have, Miss Sassy? Um, all I can do is, is just advise people to, you know, have safe sex. And unfortunately, one of the high numbers nowadays of STDs is women 50 and over because they're becoming widowed and they're divorced and they're of that mindset and of that old school mindset that, you know, it won't happen to them because he, quote, unquote, looks clean. So the, yeah. to me, the, the, the best sex is to abstain or the safest sex is to abstain. But if you're going to have sex and sex is 100% wonderful and fun, I mean, there's nothing better, but make sure you do it safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Mr. Levon, any final thoughts you might um, want to sit on? I totally agree with that. Definitely be a lot more careful in how you treat your body. Educate yourself. And just like this, don't sit there and use, take the quote, um, wrap it up as an excuse to have a whole lot of sex with people that you really aren't aware of. In that instance, we have to be a lot more careful about who we choose to sleep with, who we choose to get involved with, Um we need to get rid of a lot of the phobias that we have when it comes to our ignorance, really start embracing them, confronting them, getting rid of all these out here that people have because those are what causes a lot of problems. I mean, so much bullshit in this world that people still are falling for every day. I recently did another survey, and it one of the really old um, mid, how could you say, uh, what was it called, evil terms? Um, medieval. medieval ideas. 
Yeah, medieval um, ideas of the past about sex were that if you could like, spit into a bullfrog's mouth three times, you could um, be cured from, like, getting pregnant for about a year or something like that. And, you know, the little hop backwards and all those other rituals and superstitions. It's funny how people still invent new superstitions rather than search for the evidence like those beliefs that if you do a certain thing at a certain time, you can what is it, fake a breathalyzer test, like if you eat mustard or some shit like that, you'll pass it. I mean, it's just so much shit in this world. Same thing with sex. We have so many ideas that, oh, it's okay for you to have sex um, if a girl's already pregnant because you won't catch anything and you won't have to worry about it getting pregnant. But, hell, you can still infect somebody. It's <laughs> yeah. stupid shit. I mean, I mean, there's really things right. like this. There's, I mean, still have these ignorant ideas when it comes to that. And we really have to open ourselves up. We have to be open to the way the media approaches this because naturally the media, as it's being paid by certain people, is going to have its own agenda and its own, um, how do you say, slanted viewpoint on certain things, just like that, uh, what was it, SpongeBob episode I just told you about. Mm-hmm. We have to teach our kids instead of having them avoid everything because we can't run away from it in the future. I mean, we can't run away from war. We can't run away from diseases. We need to educate ourselves. Yeah. Well, let's see what Mr. 910 got to say. Mr. 910. Uh, I got to say, hello? Yeah. All I have to say, man, now you're going to your body. You know, don't be... At that time, you know, the disease thing, you know, all the disease going around today, a lot of people dying from this. And I'll say, man, some people, sorry, some of them, like, girls you were talking about, you know, you said earlier, like, some people need some mentors, like, you have some good positive people, man, so men- get a mentor or something, you know, who will show you, you know, take you down the right path. Yeah, have your positive role models, mentor. I honestly say that that's a good thought right there. I know his phone's going to have problems. Thank you for coming back to, to the Greensboro. My thought says, please uh, be careful who you mess with, because if, if, if you're not sure about the person, then you shouldn't even be dealing with that person. You shouldn't be laying down with that person. Because like I told you, I don't know if this is going to scare you guys out there. And you mess with someone you don't know, dick might fall off. <laughs> I must say that because I believe that that can happen. I'm going to let that happen. I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but, hey, it kept me from doing anything, you know what I'm saying? But honestly, though, on a real note, you really do want to keep it real when you're dealing with someone that you're messing with. You need to know the information. Don't do it because she's looking good or he's got all this money because I'm telling you, man, Ain't no money worth your your life, okay? A few hundred dollars, and then you find out you got something that's going to kill you down the line. It's not worth it. And for the guys out there, the 15 minutes could be uh, eternity of pain. You don't, you don't want that. You don't want that. But on a real yeah. note, I would like to thank Sassy Scrap for coming on the show. We're going to have to bring her back soon. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I really do. And can I give a shout-out about my show next week? Because yeah, I would love to hear all three of you call in and, and give me your thoughts. Okay. Next Thursday at 9 o'clock, the topic is, he was your girl's man's first. Is it okay to date him? And I want to talk about how women are looking at the pot of eligible men dwindling. So they're looking at um, some of their girlfriends and or relatives 
exes and the men that deal with them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, check that out and tune in for that one right there. I might have to call in. <laughs> yeah, because men do it more than women, but they're beginning to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Oh, that on campus, too. Uh, but, again, guys, y'all can tune into my show here, Nothing But The Truth. You can download all my shows. You can listen to them anytime you want to. You can have a podcast, hook them up. You can burn them onto a CD, play them on your hard drive, all types of things you can do to them. But I'm going to take you to the source where you can download not only this show but other shows in the past. The site. It's www.blogtalkradio.com, NB, well, forward slash NB underscore true, forward slash feed. And it automatically takes you to all the sources where you just right-click on the download link and send it to the destination folder that you want it to go to. Now, also, we have a show tonight, and we're just going to talk about the news, things on my mind, because that's been on my mind, too. And a lot of stuff has been going on, and I've been reading and just been thinking about stuff. But I would like you to go there tonight at 8.30. It's called Falling Man. It's www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Falling Man. Do not miss out on this show because we're going to keep it real. going to tell you some real stuff because y'all do need to know about the news. And we're probably just going to do a news show right there. It's going to be basically talking about the news or what's going on. I think I'm going to start doing that maybe once a month to sit there and talk about news, analyze it. Because a lot of people do need to know what's going on. And if you want to leave a voicemail, hit us up, 641-715-3900, extension 3327 pounds. Let's hit that up right there. If you want to cuss me out, go ahead. I don't care. You know, people going to love me anyway, so... And my email is nb underscore truth at yahoo.com. You can send us an email, tell us what you think about the show, if you like to be on the show. Even also, if you want to help promote the show, go ahead and send me a, basically an a email address, and I'll shoot you some of my business cards so you can promote if you're out there on the West Coast, and I will give you an award. So, again, I thank you for tuning in. I hope everything goes all right, and I hope everyone stays True, I ain't going to say stay pure because I know a lot of people ain't out here pure, but let's be real with yourself. <laughs> There's no point of mm-hmm. lying when you know the truth. It's a, it's a couple things, but you just got to be realistic. That's all I got to say. Again, thank you, and God bless. Mm-hmm.